This is your mom's favorite show, Beer and Chill Podcast. My name is Jan. And I'm Craig. And we would really appreciate if you would stop by and listen to our show. We are talking about interesting facts about your favorite movies, games and TV shows. For example, did you know that Christopher Lee and Ian McKellen had a real life beef because Christopher Lee wanted to play Gandalf in Lord of the Rings? And many other great facts. We hope you check us out and enjoy the rest of your show. Bye bye. What's your favorite scary movie? They mostly come at night. Mostly. Welcome to my world, bitch. Suffering will be legendary even in hell. Welcome, victims, to the Horgasm Podcast. Kill the lights, lock the doors, get comfy, and prepare for the sexiest and scariest podcast around. I'm Nick, and with me is my co-host, Ali. Hello! Welcome! Hello! Hello! Hello, hello! So, we live in a climate that uh, goes from hot to cold really quick. So, if you hear some dripping, it's just my living room. Because everybody's living room drips, right? This one does. <laughs> That's normal, right? Yeah, just, just little little drippy drips. Yeah. Stupid melting bullshit. Uh, yeah, we just got dumped with snow and now my house is like, I don't know how to deal with that. So it just goes a little drippy drip. Yeah. And also it's like plus two today and... Which is beautiful. Yeah. It really is. I was, te- I was texting one of my friends and she had just gone for a walk and she's like, yeah, it's like summer in Saskatchewan. I was like, yeah, it's basically t-shirt weather. It's close. <laughs> I just wore a sweater when I went for a walk today and I was like, man, it's beautiful. <laughs> it got real windy though. Before it did. You, you know, and just the wind is what makes it chilly, which is too bad, but like, yeah. it's fine. It's still not bad if you throw on, you know pair of earmuffs you're still good to go with the sweater i think well you, you know the, the the saying why it's so windy in saskatchewan no because alberta sucks and manitoba blows oh, <laughs> oh my god <laughs> every saskatchewan person knows that that's oh, that's I, i've rule never of thumb. heard that rule of sounds thumb. like something someone would say in elementary school <laughs> no <laughs> really oh my god that's funny I mean, it makes sense. It does. It does. Oh, God. So we watched Reanimator this week. It was good. Yeah. It was fun, hey? It was very cheesy, very corny, very gory, and great. Yeah. Yeah. I The first time I watched it, I did enjoy it. It was just so different, I think. Like, like a different spin on Frankenstein almost, you know? Yeah, just a little bit different. And yeah, just, I don't know, bizarre. Just bizarre. That's the only way that I can describe it. I don't even know how else to describe it other than just like an 80s Frankenstein that's extra weird. I, I would even, you know, it, because it was based on H.P. Lovecraft's, his kind of take on Frankenstein. Right, right. But it was also, it's very zombie-ish. Yes. But it yes, was not yes, zombies. Yes. Like, they didn't right. go you know, eating brains. They were just, they get reanimated. They became violent. And mad. And mad. 
Yeah, that's that's all it was. It was just they didn't, they didn't eat. They didn't want to consume. They had some motor function skills. They could talk, but barely, kind of. Yeah, way. they had to like really struggle and fight for it. Yeah, and it looked like like in the one scene though, like Doctor Hill, like when he was spoiler alert. <laughs> feel like the whole thing is a spoiler but anyways when dr hill is like just ahead and he has his body dump blood into his little tray that's he seems to like that yeah that was not really explained no not at all as good as the movie is there's there's some questions you're like kind of why yeah and 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 how (laughs) and then why again yes and there's a big old what the (laughs) so I think uh, one of my favorite parts was the opening credits. They used the um, Law and Order font. Yes, and I guess they, <laughs> so they, they stole they stole the theme bit from Psycho. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, when we were originally watched, I was like, I think that they stole this from something. Yeah. That was good. Do we have Psycho on our list? It's one of my favorite I don't movies think so. ever. One of my favorite horror movies. I just rewatched both of them. I lo- one and two. I think are equally good. Have you, seen the, have you seen the remake? Yes. What do you think with Vince Vaughn? It exists. Okay, okay fair enough. Because I, um, I heard good things about it. I heard people like, oh, it's not bad. It's horrible. Oh. I hate it every okay. second. You know what? It bugs me. <sighs> they made a, a shot for shot remake. And didn't change, like, it's literally shot for shot, line for line. Just set in more modern times. Yes. Uh. And you get to stare at Anne Hesh's butthole for, like, a solid 20 seconds. Like, an uncomfortable amount of time. The big old butt booty. Butthole. The hole. Hole. Oh, dear. Yes. Wow. It, and it's like an extended period of time, and you're just like... Yep, she's got an ass. Okay, yeah, that's... Yep. Like, it's just, it's bizarre. And it's... It, it's none of the actor's fault because, but they weren't almost allowed to take any liberties because it was line for line, for, shot for shot. So you can't, you know, ad lib, you can't redo it. It has to be, yeah. it was weird. And I just don't think that those kind of movies work usually. And it wasn't the actor's fault. They were amazing actors and actresses. It just didn't have the charm of the first one. That's too bad. Yeah. And it was also, I don't know, I love Anthony Perkins. Like, so good. (laughs) And it's just something like, like it doesn't ring as true in modern times, sort of how everything happens. I think just with it being, it was the 60s, wasn't it? Psycho? Or was it the 70s? Oh, it was black and white. Yeah, I thought it was the 60s. Could be 60s. But it was was really good. And I just, I don't know. It was just, it didn't need to be redone, I guess. No, I get that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, the the remake just wasn't for me. I know people who don't mind it, but um, yeah, it was just kind of bleh. Yeah, whatever. Some people like remakes, some don't. Exactly. Some people like prequels, some don't. There's a, a big like and don't like uh, fan base for the thing and a thing prequel. See, and I've heard that too, but I thought it was fantastic. I did too. The, the big the big complaint is that they took out the the practical effects, went with CGI, and um, uh, 
this one one guy, I forget his name, he still claims that it's a full-on, like it's a, a, a very poor remake of the really? thing. I'm like, dude, it it sets up the classic John Carpenter's thing. It's not a, it's not a remake. Yes, right. Well, yeah, it is. They take almost everything from the same movie. No, they don't, you dumbass. I also thought the CGI was great. Like, that is honestly, when I think of monsters that creep me out, the monsters in the new thing, like, creep me out. Yeah. Like, I saw, what did I, I was watching some sort of recap of scariest movies of whatever, the years, and that one popped up, and I was like, oh, those monsters, like, when I think of a scary monster, those ones pop into my brain. Yeah. I thought the CGI was done really well. I did, too. And it almost I, looked like they were in pain. We, we talked about this when we did the review that no one ever got to hear because it was corrupted. <laughs> yeah, that's sad. But it was, I liked it. I, I really too. liked it. I really it. did. And what, I know as well. One I will absolutely not concede about is if there's anybody in the entire world who likes the new Wicker Man more than the old one, <laughs> I will meet them in a parking lot and fight them. Because I absolutely refuse to believe anybody exists. There that, is. There, I'm nope, sure, nope, I'm sure, there's not. No, no. There parking are, lot, 5 p.m. There, <laughs> there are, I'm sure, Nicolas Cage purists who love every single movie he's in, including him in The Wicker Man. I just, I don't want to believe it. There, there is. <laughs> I don't I'm want sorry. to believe it. I'm sorry. It, it was there just... Is. And it wasn't even bad. It's just what I did was I watched the old one and then immediately afterwards, like same day, watched the new one. And I was oh. like, what a steaming pile of garbage. <laughs> and I think, uh, yeah, it was just very poorly acted. Very poor. I'm sorry, Nicholas Cage. No, it was no, very no. poorly acted. And uh, he got. I'm sure he got a nice paycheck out of it. And because I know he hundred because he took a bunch of like low, not no low, no paying, but just really bad roles because he needed to pay off his tax, his taxes. And you know, it was a good. It's a good role. He acted it poorly. Yeah, and that makes me mad. That's fair. <laughs> Because it was such a good movie. Have you seen the original? I have not. I was just going to throw my microphone. I'm like, no, 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 no. don't do that. <laughs> it is one of the best horror movies. I I love new horror movies, but there is something about older ones. There's something like, I don't know, like there was nothing to go off of. So they were just like, we're going to make a cult movie and it's going to be cool <laughs> and yeah it was it's fantastic it's really really good, well, I, good. you'll love it i know you'll love it how could you not love christopher lee as a cult leader Ooh, you had got me you had me a christopher right? lee right there <laughs> and like young christopher lee Ooh, oh nice. yeah he's fantastic yeah i can't wait till we get into the um the hammer horror movies oh yeah where he was Dracula and, right. and they yeah. made so many. I've seen those. Oh, I watched the um the um uh, Brahms Dracula. Uh the one on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. With yeah. Gary Oldman. Yep. Yeah, that was it. Okay. Cool. 
I was Bram like, Stoker's Dracula. Yes, that one, that one, that one. Yeah. With with uh, Gary Oldman and oh, who was uh, shoot, who was Anthony Hopkins? Yes, you're right. Yeah, he was. In I his. just rewatched that one on Netflix. And Keanu Reeves in his yeah. very not good English accent. But but that aside, <sighs> it is a good, creepy, spooky movie. When the um, the brides of Dracula show up, yes, and they yes. they feed off him and rape him and all yep. that, and then he storms in. He well, he doesn't storm. He floats in in a rage, and they spring out, climb to the wall, and they all kind of combine. Not combine, but they 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 link up. Yes. Where they're all like one weird creature, and I love it. It's such a great, creepy scene where he also he arrives with a baby and gives it to them, and yep. he's crawling on the. Yes. It's a really great yes. movie. Um, who else is stars in it? Um, oh, what's her name? Fuck. Um, yeah, I don't. I didn't. I just remember the Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves was like my favorite part of it. I was like, what even is he doing? <laughs> It was so weird. Yeah, it stars. What's her name? Is uh, not Mina. That's the other one. But um, the girl from Beetlejuice. Um, oh yes, yeah, I know. Um, playing a blank. Winona Ryder. Thank isn't you, it? Yeah. thank you. She's in it, and she does a great yes. job. Yes. Yep. And it, it is. It goes to like it. It takes a classic original one. Yep. But it ramps it up. It shows more what Dracula can do. Uh, it has him change forms. He's a like a werewolf beast, he's a a bat creature. He's a wolf. He's Oops. um mist. Like he, yeah. he's an old man. He's exactly. a young man. It's really a great movie. It's I think it's horribly underrated. I agree. I'd never seen it until I saw it on Netflix, and I was like, oh, I should watch this because horror. And I was like, wow, that was a good movie. Like, yep. I loved it. When you talk about the, whatever, Brides of Frankenstein, Frankenstein, Dracula and all that kind of stuff, the ones that I always think of are the ones in Van Helsing. Yes. They, when I saw that when I was a kid, they scared the shit out of me. When they're with their, like, little wings and they're flying around, they're like, and yeah. stuff. Scared the crap out of me. And, and again, I, I remember seeing on theaters. Yep. And I, th- I felt that it went a little... A little too long. Like they had like yeah. an ending planned and it kept going. I'm like, oh, there's more. Okay. There's more going on. Yeah. Neat. But I thought it was a great movie. Yeah. It's um, on our list for like, oh, really? Because we were just going oh, wow. through it. It's going up, but like later next, or this year. This oh my year God, now. We're yes. I forgot. We're in 2021. <laughs> oh, Alana. You need to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was um, that one I'm excited for. Yeah, and then Hugh Jackman kills it in it. Oh, he does a great job. Fantastic. Yeah. I think that was one of the first Hugh Jackman movies I watched. Was it before X-Men? No. No? This was, I think, after, it was after X-Men. it was I think. One or two. It was after one, yeah. the first or okay. second one. Okay, okay. And then Jackman got just ripped. Yes. Like fucking ripped. I think he, uh, the rock got like got in touch with him. Yeah. And said, "Here, this is my uh, diet and what I do. Want to try it?" And he's like, "Okay." And he's like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> Just get shredded. Yeah. Shredded. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, 
you know who's not shredded? Who? Dr. Herbert West in Reanimator. Oh, yes, Herbert <laughs> West. That was the worst segue ever. God damn it. Anyways, Close do you want enough. to talk about Reanimator? Let's talk about Reanimator. So this week we watched Reanimator. It's a 1985 movie. It was directed by Stuart Gordon and written in quotations by H.P. Lovecraft, um, Dennis Paoli, and William Norris. Yep. Woo! Yeah, yeah, it's based on Herbert West Reanimator by H.P. Lovecraft. Right. And very, very loosely based. Yeah, yeah. The, more like, I don't know. Yeah. Drew from things. Yes. From, yeah. yeah, exactly. I, yeah, I thought it was cool. I like this movie. Yeah, it's fun. It's a fun sort of little movie. And it, like, that sounds silly because it's a horror movie. But it's so goofy at the same time that it's, it, it's charming almost. You know, with the level of goof. It has the feel of Evil Dead. Yeah. Exactly. Where it's serious, but it's got it's a little over the top. It's campy. Yes. Um, because the first Evil Dead was straight up horror, but yep. it had a campy feel to it. Uh, like I said, this many times. The second one was a comedy horror. Yeah. It was it was you know horror, but more focused on comedy. Right. And it throws a full up going comedy horror, and it was so slapstick. Yes. It was the best. We should um, do a comedy horror month. Yep. Because there's should. enough out there. There's that lots. You could easily like we can idle do hands. Evil Dead too. Idle hands. We're doing idle hands. We have that. We can move it though. Oh, we can move it. We also the other one that I always think of is Killer Clowns. Yes. Right. Yes. Like even <laughs> that was just even, ridiculous. Yeah. Even campy horror movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That one I think is funny, and it's like, is it supposed to be funny? I don't actually know. <laughs> Maybe. Sure. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> well, where did you first hear about? Reanimator. You know what? I actually, the, when I first heard about it, I, like, for years have listened to um, Dead Meat Podcast, and they reviewed it, like, years ago, and they were like, oh, it was like men, I don't know, and the blood was okay, and I was like, huh. Like, it just sounded, you know when somebody talks about something and they talk about it kind of biased? Yeah. And you're like, oh, you know, and so I never really watched it. I was like, oh, whatever. And I was like... I got a subscription, obviously, to Shudder, and they just added it, like, halfway through last year, and I was like, everybody talks about it, because there's, like, a huge cult following. I was like, I'm oh, just yes. going to watch it. Sure, and it was awesome. Yeah. I should yeah. watch Bride of Reanimator too, but I just never have. We'll yet. get around to it. Eventually. Yeah. <laughs> and how about you? When did you first hear uh, about I remember it? seeing it in, in uh, not theaters. I was one I was like, you... I was one. You were small. <laughs> I was just so wee. Uh, and I remember, oh you know, going God. looking in the VHS stores, going through the horror movie section, and there's a picture of Reanimator with Dr. West there, with the head in the pan and the, the headless body behind him reaching out. Oh, my God. And yes. I, I always see that. I'm like, that's creepy. I turned on the back, look at the pictures. There's the headless, there's the, the captivated head. I'm like, cool. I'm never going to watch this because that's scary. <laughs> yes. Isn't that weird how you think of like back in the day when you were like scared of stuff? 
And then you're like, oh, and now it's just like you literally laugh. But it was it was a thrill. It yes. was the thrill and the adrenaline because I'm seeing something that I'm not supposed to be looking at, but I am. And yes. it's, it's cool. It's it's adult. And I'm you know, young kid, kid Nick. Yes. It was awesome. I, I always loved peeking in there. And I wish I could go back and look at it again because it make, you make a list or take pictures. Exactly. Just, just so I can, you know, look and say, oh, I remember this. I remember that. Oh, yeah. And I, I've, I've already looked online looking up um, VHS covers of horror movies. Yes. Like the, the trauma ones are great. Yep. And and goofy. And my, um, uh, and, and like, and also uh, for one of the examples of oh, how it kind of not spoils, but there's some stuff that's on the movie, like in Hellraiser 2 on the back of the VHS cover, yep. there's a picture of them wearing, you know, surgical masks. And on the female Cenobite, uh, there's blood on it. Like oh. in the mouth area. And they filmed the scene, but it was not in the movie. It's been cut out entirely. Yeah. And that's the only evidence of that scene ever existing. Isn't that interesting how like they do the cover before the movie's done? Yeah. Isn't that weird? That's so cool. And it was used to be drawn. Yes, or, right, or right. Artwork. And now it's all pictures and, and really bad um <laughs> Photoshop. Yes. It's, it's, it's honestly, it's sad. Yeah. The state of movie covers or theater um, posters, it's just embarrassing. It compared is. Compared to what it was. Like, it's just like no thought goes into it anymore. Almost because you know that it's just going to go to a streaming service instead of yeah. a DVD, right? Yeah. I was and actually it... in Walmart today buying tables and... Um, it, like the I was going through walking past the movie aisle, and it's yeah the covers just aren't what they used to be, and it no. sucks. And and there's I forget what the country it's from, but there's this country where they would show the movies, but they had someone who would redraw and paint the tr the posters. Oh. And he did such a horrible job. Oh. <laughs> like awful. Oh. I I even just Google look up bad foreign movie posters mm -hmm. and you'll come up with Rambo, Predator, Alien. They have someone who does not look like uh, Sigourney Weaver in Aliens holding a very ugly child. It was, it's, it's so oh, no. bad. And, and now <laughs> it was actually, it's, it's so bad that there's people who collect them. Oh, absolutely. And it's a huge total thing. A hundred percent. And I'm like, I want to get into that, but I don't have the money. Exactly. So. <laughs> yes. Yep. Other vices I have to satisfy. That's right. I'm sure that it's just, it's just for the posters alone and shipping would be outrageous. Exactly. Man, shipping is ridiculous, especially living in Canada. Yep. I hate that. Yeah. Stupid. Well, should we get into the cast? Characters? Sure. Yes. Okay, so. Characters cast. Same Characters, thing. Yeah, same yeah. thing. So this movie stars Jeffrey Combs as Herbert West. Yes. And uh, I I knew I recognized him from other movies, but I couldn't you know place, place him until yep. I went through his you know, his IMDb list. He was in The Frighteners. Yep. Which I don't know if you've ever seen. No, I haven't. So good. Is it? It really is. I think it was Michael J. Fox's last big hit movie, hmm. and he kills in it. It's great. Is it he, an eighties movie? No, or no. 90s? This is two thousands. Oh my god! Early two thousands. Really? Yep. 
if not if not late nineties, mm. somewhere in there. Uh, he's also goes on. He was also in Star Trek and Deep Space Nine as Wayun. Right. And he plays just he's such a great actor. I love yes. this guy. This guy is good. Yes. He plays smarmy to a T. Yes. He's so condescending in this movie. Yes. Like yeah. you you almost love to hate him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Bruce Abbott as Dan Kane. Mm-hmm. He was really good. He was. He I don't know do if he much. went on to do much no. after, yeah. But he, in this movie, he was perfect. Like, the exact opposite of Herbert West. Like, he was charming and attractive and thoughtful. You know what I mean? Like, literally the exact opposite. Yeah. So why they made such good partners. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Barbara Crampton as Megan Halsey. (sighs) Who I love. I love Barbara Crampton. I've listened to so many interviews with her. She's fantastic. And she's a screen queen. Oh, yeah. Even to this day, she's still acting and directing, which I love. Yeah. Uh, David Gale as Dr. Carl Hill. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was creepy. He was good. He was very good in this. Very creepy. Robert Sampson as Dean Allen Halsey. Yep. Yeah. Uh, as Megan's dad. And Al Berry as Dr. Hans Gruber. Ah, oh, yes. Hans Gruber. And fun fact, same name as Alan Rickman's character in Die Hard. Die Hard, yeah. And this came three years before Die Hard. Oh. Yeah. I love Die Hard. I love Die Hard. I watched so it for Christmas. Good. It's the best Christmas movie. One just, of, one just of. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. And that's the main characters. There's other, the old side, side characters. characters. But, but those, the, yeah, those are the ones that we. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's the cast. See. Woohoo. It's a good cast. It is. It really is. Yeah. Very 80s. Totally 80s. I love that. I, I love 80s horror, honestly. I think that they're my favorite. It was a time where the effects were good. They weren't, you know, too hokey like the 70s. Right. And we kind of got into like the, the, the golden era. Yes, of I agree. With where, where also we got the uh, token nudity. Yeah. The slashers, mm-hmm. the you know everything really started in the eighties. Yeah, I agree. Uh, as opposed to Halloween, but I find it's overrated. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like it, I think that started it, but then Jason, Freddy, right, uh, all those came in after and really solidified exactly and yeah. made things really good. Right? So. Yeah, I I think that there was a huge dump of horror movies in the eighties. 80s be- 80s because it was just sort of becoming its own genre sort of you know yeah, and this was before the rating system exactly so you could get away with a lot yeah well this was rated x in theaters and r when it came to home video which is hilarious because when you watch it now it's just like yep. but it's like you know again for male nudity like you don't get a lot of older movies with male nudity in them you don't. So for this to have like such an amount, it's just like, and it's not like straight up all the time in your face, you know, swinging dongs everywhere. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just like, you know, because they're, it's in the background. they're reanimating dead bodies. So, yeah. you know, obviously corpses don't wear clothes. So yeah. it's just, you know, there's lots and, of shadows, you know, <laughs> shadowy dongs. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, they're like kind of in the background, they're. Behind yes. things, it's exactly movies all over the place. This movie, exactly. One thing they got right at the beginning, which I'm um, going to get into the plot shortly. Um, 
he started with you know, you know Dan Kane. He's uh, a, a doctor in training. Yep. Trying to save a life of this woman. He's given her chest compressions, and they do the whole zappy zaps. They always have in TV show and movies. They have the bra on or they got clothes on. Yeah. You can't do that in real life. Right. If you're giving them the uh, paddles, they are bare skin. Well, they have to be. They do, don't they? they yes. Especially on women. Like, can you imagine doing that and having your underwire? Eee. Um, and Ouch. yeah, that's, I think that's the first time I've seen them actually have, you know, the, the chest bare and exposed to do the shocks yep. and do the, uh, compressions. Right. And I'm like, good job. Yeah. That's a good start. So. As we have a good plus. starts, let's get into the plot. Let's do it. Okay. So. I'm ready. At the University of Zurich Institute of Medicine in Switzerland, Herbert West brings his dead professor, Dr. Hans Gruber, Yay. back to life. There are horrific side effects, however. As West explains, the dosage was too large. When accused of killing Gruber, West counters, I gave him life. This is such a good opening scene. It's a great introduction. It completely sets the mood for the rest of the movie, where it's just like his face is literally like melting off and his like eyes are exploding and like yeah. it's awesome. And you're like, all right, I'm here. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for exactly what's about to come. Yeah, this West guy, he did something, and Gruber, he didn't like it. Yes. And, uh, and yeah, so we're, we're it's a good, it's a really good introduction. It's a good yeah, start yes. to what we're in for quite the ride. <laughs> West arrives at Miskatonic uh, University in Arkham, Massachusetts, in order to further his studies as a medical student. He rents a room from fellow medical student Dan Kane and converts the house's basement into his own personal laboratory. <laughs> and here we were introduced earlier to Dan Kane trying to save a life of a woman. Yep. She dies. Uh, so he puts her body in the morgue. Yep. Whatever. It's, it's, it's scene setting. Totally. He then runs into Megan and they kiss and they end up having sex. And as they're finished, we find out that Megan is the dean's daughter. And yes. he's very... Old school. Right. She has to be with someone who, to be married and all that and all that, all that, you know, old Yeah, and school. he has to be, a, you know, a, a doctor yeah. and, yeah, everything. And uh, earlier we get introduced to, um, you know, Wes shows up during a, a lesson or something and he's kind of a, he's kind of a dick. Yes. Bit of a dick. He likes to kind break of, pencils. Yes. Kind of smarmy. <laughs> kind of, you know, a little bit of a, you know bit of a high on his high horse yes yeah thinks he's and smartest before uh dan and megan start smooching he puts like you know looking for a roommate needs to be this you know he's some conditions and west is like looking for a roommate i'm here you know can i see the place he looks around the basement says, oh i love the basement i'll take it one one basement please <laughs> i'll take and one <laughs> of your finest basement please <laughs> And uh, Megan's against it. She doesn't like him too much. And she's, yo, she got the right to hear the whole yeah, movie. Yeah, she's, she's like, got this guy's the, weird. She's got the good instincts. So. Man, ima imagine all the heartache that they would have. Oh, yeah. If, if he would have listened to her. Yeah. This is just like a PSA. Always listen to your girlfriend. Yeah. True. <laughs> so, so Wes moves in. And uh, he demonstrates his reanimating re re reagent to Dan by reanimating Dan's dead cat, Rufus. Dan's fiance Megan, uh, 
Halsey, daughter of the medical school's dean, walks in on this experiment and is horrified. Yes. Yeah, she doesn't like it to begin with. She's lo- they're looking for the cat, and the cat's missing. She yep. finds it in West's room in the fridge. Yes. That was Dead. a real that was a real cat, by the way. Yes. Creepy. And. <laughs> I was making supper at that part, and I was like, I remembered it from before. I'm like, I don't really want to see the dead cat again. It was dead cutie. Just going to take my leave and make some quick supper. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they wake up in the you know, in the night. Well, Dan wakes up to yes. hearing the um, cat screeching and Wes screaming. And the cat's a good on scene. his back. <laughs> and they get it off, and he just break it up. You know, just kill it. And he's like, Yo, what was that? He's like, that's my cat. He's like, no, 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 I brought it back. I'll show you how. And he does it again. The cat's meowing away and Megan shows up. She freaks out. And Wes kind of um, pretty much fills in Dan what he's doing. Yes. And he needs a helper. Yeah. He's like, well, no, 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 I can't I do I think th-. you mispronounced the word accomplice. True. <laughs> and uh, Wes more or less blackmails him. He's like, I heard you. you're banging the daughter of the dean. Yeah. You're helping me. And Dan's like, yeah. okay. Yeah. Wouldn't it be a shame <laughs> if he found out? Yeah, if you're... Giving it to her. Yeah, and Dean's like, oh. Yeah. Oh, well. Uh, so Dan tries to tell the Dean about West's success in reanimating the dead cat. But the Dean does not believe him. When Dan insists, the Dean implies that Dan and West have gone mad. Oh, sorry. When Dan insists, the Dean implies that they've gone mad. Barred from the school, West and Dan sneak into the morgue to test the reagent on a human subject. An attempt to prove that the reagent works. Which, you know, <laughs> it's never been a problem with that. <laughs> yes. with Everybody's saying no, but we think yes. Let's with, do with, it. With bloody results and violent results. <laughs> and thereby salvage their medical careers. Yes. The corpse they inject comes back to life, but in a, fen- in a, but in a frenetic and violent zombie-like state. Man, these are some hard words they're throwing they're in here. They're big hey? words. I don't Jeez like them. Jeez Louise. it's a Sunday, sir. Yes. <laughs> and uh, a little more little trivia here. The first corpse they reanimate is the fill-in stunt double for Arnold. And he looks so much he like does. him. When he's laying there at first, you yeah. think, you know, he's got the jawline, he's yes. got the look, he's got the muscles. I'm like, that's a, yeah, I can see why he's right? his stunt double. He's yes. fill-in. But then we start to move around and the makeup's on. I'm like, I don't see it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> nope, it's gone. Yeah. Dr. Hazley stumbles upon the scene and is killed by the reanimated corpse, which West then kills with a bone saw. Excited at the... And this is a cool death. He just yes. goes right through the chest. Excited at the prospect of working with a freshly dead specimen, West injects Dr. Hills... Uh, I want to say Hazley, but it's, Hals, it's spelled Halsley. Halsey. Yep. Halsey's body with his reanimating reagent. Uh, he returns to life, also in a zombie-like state. Megan chances upon the scene and in, is hysterical. Like, Dan obviously. Cl- Dan collapses in shock. Yes. Because police get called. Because the, the guy who kind of guards the uh, morgue, yep. he went out for a little... Uh, little rub and tug. Rub and tug break. Yep. From his playboy and came back and he's like, I'm calling the police. <laughs> yeah. It's like, wow, you're doing your job. Proud of well you. Well done. Good job. Yeah, he is like the worst employee in this whole thing. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. Dr. Uh, Halsey, Halsey's, oh, I hate that name. <laughs> Dr. Halls. Dr. Halls' colleague, <laughs> Dr. Carl Hill, a professor researcher at the hospital, takes charge of Dr. Halls, whom he puts in a padded observation cell adjacent to his office. 
Uh, we also meet Dr. Carl earlier on, and he's... The one that West argues with, isn't Yes, he, he yeah. argues, you know, he's the one who, he, he's one of the main doctors. Yes. We kind of, it's alluded to by uh, West that he plagiarized Dr. Gruber's stuff. Right. And um, he's just, he kind of gets a little flustered by West's interruptions and kind of, you know, showing him that you're wrong, you're dumb. And he's like, yes. yeah, I'm going to have a pleasure failing you from my class. Yes. And then multiple pencil breakings. Yes. And you also find so out that uh, old Dr. Hill, who's like, you know, maybe what, 40s, 50s? Mm-hmm. He's got the hots from Megan. Right. Yes. Yeah. Is of, it alluded to earlier um, than them l- finding the hair? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, there's a one, I think, during the dinner scene it's alluded to. And when she's talking to him about her dad. Right. He's like, oh, you're, you're now alone. You need some companionship. Me? And she's like, no, I need my dad. Right. You know, find out what's wrong with him. Yes. Um, he carries out a surgical operation on him, lobotomizing him. Right. During the course of this operation, he discovers that Dr. Halls is not sick, but dead and reanimated. Dr. Kell goes to West's basement lab and attempts to blackmail him into surrendering his reagent and notes, hoping to take credit for West's discovery. Right. That's what he does. Yes. West offers to demonstrate the reagent and puts a few drops of it onto a microscope slide with dead cat tissue. As Dr. Hill peers through the microscope at this slide, West clobbers him from behind with a shovel and then decapitates him with it. West then reanimates Dr. Hill's head and body separately. While West is questioning Dr. Hill's head and taking notes, Dr. Hill's body sneaks up behind him and knocks him unconscious. Yes. That's such a creepy scene, too, because you he's watching the body sort of and the head at the same time. And, um, you know, all of a sudden he's just focusing on the head. And um, the body then all of a sudden just shows up and you're like, oh, wait, 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 wait. Because the whole thing that he says is that the brain is like how everything sort of happens. Yeah. So... But when he kills Dr. Hill, he's like, well, I've never tried two, you know, body parts before. Yeah. Gets all excited. What's going to happen? So, yeah. So, you honestly don't know what's going to happen. And then when the body kind of, yeah, lumbers up behind him, you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The body carries the head back to Dr. Hill's office with West's reagent and notes. Yes. In his reanimated state, Dr. Hill acquires the ability to control other reanimated corpses telepathically after conducting brain surgery on them. This was more... There's more to that, but they cut out where he actually has more of like a psychic power. Right, right, But right, it makes right, sense right. to take it out because that's a little more goofy. Right. Uh, and also he does a bunch of um, lobotomizing. Mm-hmm. He lobotomizes like everything now. Yes. He then directs Dr. Halls to snatch Megan away from Dan. While being carried to the morgue by her reanimated father, Megan faints. When she arrives, Dr. Hill strips her naked and straps her unconscious body to a table. She regains consciousness as Hill's body and bloody severed head begins to sexually assault her. And this is creepy. It is really creepy. And it's just... Uh, I don't know. I just... I mean, it, it's not even creepy because it's just a head. <laughs> yeah. Basically, it's just... Uh, just the and whole thing is creepy. It... it, it but we find out that, you know, Dr. Hill is just obsessed with her. Yeah. Like, when, when like they're going, weirdly obsessed. Yes. When Dan's going through uh, the office, he finds a file about 
all about her, like her hair. Exactly. Some like, news clippings. I was just going to say, like, yeah. Some clothes. And Dan kind of figured out, the, oh, she's in trouble. Yo, she got to get, you know, get away, get safe. Yes. Doesn't work. Uh, but it really shows just how much of a creep and how bad Dr. Hill is. Yes. And when he's, yeah, he gets, it, it, it's creepy. He's got the body, the body, he's holding the head <laughs> and he's like licking her face and her breasts and her stomach and it yep. goes down lower right yes. between her legs yep and he's just about to do stuff when dan jumps in yes and when i see that when i saw that scene it reminded me of spawn okay because there's a there's a scene at near the end where violator's head's been decapitated and he says to wanda hey wanda how about little head and in a Tina version, they, they, they re-edited it to saying, hey, Wanda, how do you like my little head? Mm. Which is not as sexually suggestive, but whatever. Rude. I don't think I've seen that movie. You haven't seen Spawn? I don't think I have. It's pretty good. Okay. There's, there's talk of doing a remake, which sounds pretty good. Is he so. a superhero? Like, is it a, a He's comic? an anti-hero. Okay. He's, a, he's like Deadpool, but less corny, less jokey, more murder, murder, kill, kill, kill. It's, it's a great series. feel like I could get into that. Um, there is an old HBO cartoon based on like the first Sony of the comics. And it was good. Mm. It had the guy who did the voice of Candyman. He did the voice. Oh. And it is iconic. Interesting. But it's very good. Very, very dark. Very broody. I could get into that. It's, it is really good. I should track that down. <laughs> Hill's body starts to place his head between Megan's legs, but is interrupted by the arrival of West and Dan. West distracts Dr. Hill while Dan frees Megan. Dr. Hill reveals that he has reanimated and lobotomized several corpses from the morgue, yes. rendering them susceptible to mind control as Hall's, as Hall's is. However, Megan's voice reawakens his protectiveness in, his, in her father, who fights off the other corpses as Dan and Megan escape. In yes. the ensuing chaos, West injects Dr. Hill's body with a lethal dose of the re reagent. Dr. Hill's body re mutates rapidly and attacks West, who yes. screams out to Dan to save his work before being pulled away by Dr. Hill's monstrous entrails. Oh, yeah, we never see West again. He kind of gets dragged away by intestines. Oh, well, he's got to be in the second one then. I think he We is. have to find the second one. I might watch the second one after we'll find this. It. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and this, this is pretty cool how. Um, the father, you know, he grabs the head, starts squeezing it. Yeah. And all the corpses start reacting to their head being squeezed too. Yeah, and all of their eyes get all upset too because his eyes start popping out and yeah. they're like, uh, and their eyes yeah. start bleeding it's, it's too. It's the psychic connection thing that was loosely mentioned. Yes. And he crushes the head and then all the, uh, the corpses kind of go crazy. They go and they rip him apart. Yes. While Megan and Dan run away with Wes's, Wes's uh, research. And he's kind of being dragged away by the body of Dr. Hill. I was going to say, of, they're like, it, it's not tentacles, but it's like his intestines. And yeah, it's like it just kind of comes, entrails. It's where his body just kind of falls apart. It kind yeah. of just decays away rapidly. Yes, and disintegrates, a, yeah. And there's just a big old um, intestine that kind of wraps around him. Wraps him up, literally, yep. and drags him towards the corpse into like this smoky, I don't know what it is, some some mist gets released. <laughs> Just, you know, a quick swamp in the middle of the oh, morgue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Dan retrieves the satchel containing West's reagent and notes. As Dan and Megan flee the morgue, one of the reanimated corpses attacks and strangles Megan. Dan takes her to the hospital emergency room and tries to revive her, but she is dead. Uh, basically, she got choked out. Right. This one corpse just grabs her and does not let go. Uh, Dan tries to stop her or stop it. He can't. Yeah. Runs, grabs an axe, cuts the arm off, kicks the body away. But by the time she is dead, like she's yeah. her damage throat was, is already done. Her larynx was crushed. Mm-hmm. In despair, he injects her with West reagent. After the scene fades to black, Megan, apparently revived, can be heard screaming. Yes. The end. Until Woo! the sequels. Yes. And that was the reanimator. That was it. That was good. Really good. Yeah. Really I liked good. it. It's got some great scenes. It's got some great effects. Um, yeah. The first time I watched that, I was like, Nick's going to like this movie. Oh, yeah. I did. <laughs> it's like right up our cheesy horror alley, you yeah. know? Yeah. And and the opening theme was very different. Yeah. It was very like pick different pictures of like anatomy and the law and order font. And yeah. It was good. The, the music was off. Yeah, but that, off in a good way, kind of. It was, again, it was campy. <coughs> campy I liked it. and goofy, yeah. but good. Mm-hmm. But good. Yes, I agree. Yeah. How, yeah. Okay, so how would you rate this? How would you rate Reanimator out of five orgasms? I would probably give it a three, I think. Just yep. for like, like, it, it's not as creepy nowadays, um, just like, I don't know, some of the effects and stuff, but, um, Dr. Hill, I was talking while we were watching his animation, like his headlessness is done so well. It like, really I was. just can't believe that that was 1985. Like it was fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Um, the music was good. The, the music got better. It got yeah. more. Less less corny, more yes. mood yeah. setting. And I love a good corny movie too. Oh, so yeah. it's one of those movies where like I can understand why there's such a big cult following with this movie. Like it's it's funny, kind of scary and creepy and yeah, I liked it's, it. I agree. I give it a three two. It was really good. Uh, they yeah. had a, the most scariest scene I think yeah. would be when they're looking for the cat. Yes, I and agree. It kind of just and, and and this is a nice puppet cat. Looks goofy, but I it just know. runs towards the camera, and it was. I laughed. Yes, it was I know. So corny, <laughs> but back back then, that would have. I know someone who hates horror movies or was more susceptible to the jump scares yeah. would have jumped. Absolutely. Um, but the cat, them, the two men fighting the cat is so funny yeah it is it's so funny and it's you know what it's one of my favorite um it is my favorite scene of the movie because it's just ridiculous like i don't know it really is yeah and um the effects were great this but is to re- go from using sorry to go from using a okay. like real cat to then that weird fake puppet one yeah. is just that is bizarre to me well Kay's a real cat. Like, why though? <laughs> yeah, you yeah. can. Well, give yeah. it a chop chop. <laughs> I've seen Cannibal Holocaust. There's some chop chopping. Yeah, this is. Uh, I don't know. Did you have you ever seen Cannibal Holocaust? Oh. Oof. Have you seen the Green Inferno? That That's a hard one to get through. 
The Green Inferno or Holocaust? It's um, it's base. Green Inferno was based off the yes, it is. Yeah. Holocaust. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but the effects are great. Um, like when the when Doctor yeah. Hill was doing his little uh, autopsy viewing of how to remove the brain. Yeah. That was a that was some really creepy. Good, hey? That looked real. That looked yes. real. Where he pulled the skin back over the over the head. Um, you didn't see anything with the bone saw. Right. You heard it, but you didn't see it. And then he has like the brain, the brains were kind of, uh, I think those were a little fakeish. I couldn't, I didn't yeah, think those were brains, I agree. but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. the makeup was great on the, the, the corpses was really good. Really good. I liked There's how one. like the, the Arnold guy, he looked like red. Like part of him was like red yes, they, and it was like veiny and ugh. They ha- yes, like with uh, the the Doctor <laughs> Hill's head, he was very you know his eyes were you know very dark and sunken a bit, and there's always you know bruises all over the body. Yes, it, it was it was really like the effects were top notch. Good, yeah, top really notch good. effects. Music was okay. Yep, uh, it worked, and the acting was was great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I loved. I just liked all of it. I thought it. Yeah, it was a good movie. It's just, you know, it's just like. <sighs> It's hard to explain, like, well, if you loved it so much, why didn't you give it a five? Because it's not really scary anymore. It was, like, some yeah. parts were very over the top. I was and just, just going to say that. Yeah, it didn't stand the test of time, sort of. Which, you know, like, in another 20 years, like, Hereditary that we watched last week might not, not stand the no. test of time either. You know what I mean? Like, it's just an yeah. aging sort of thing, too. Totally. Like, yeah. Like, and tastes change throughout the decades as yes. well. Like so. Back in the day, that would have been seen as a very scary movie. And nowadays, exactly. it's more campy, yes. the, a little bit of over-the-top acting. Right. While it's it's got scary moments, it's not a scary movie. Right. I agree. I 100% agree. But it's still, it's still though, by what it is, it's still a great movie. Um, like our, our, our listener, uh, Tasia, one of our great victims. Yes. She was just itching for us to review this because she saw it herself and she's like I loved it it yes. was such a campy corny great horror movie I agree yeah she's like, got cool. good taste she really does <laughs> except for zombie movies that's that's a no on her list oh yeah she hates them that's fair that's that's, fair. that's whatever no that's fair that's yeah. fine everybody can like and not like whatever they want yeah. I mean I can't do dolls or mannequins that's right that's so. right yeah that's, that's so, so so what about Ichabod's Kill the Flick well, she had a very long day, and uh, she's currently snoring beside me, but um, she we've watched it together before, and she said that we have to give it to... She wanted to give it to the cat, because she hates cats. Fair. But... Well, that's, that's true. <laughs> we had to um, give it to Dr. Hill getting decapitated. Yeah. It was so good. The fact that we get a shot of... Um, west with his shovel half in his throat yes and then yes yes again great effects that was so such a good great... like it's so creepy like his skin is all flappy and ugh. yeah and then he gives him one final push and the head rolls off like it's so good and he picks up the head puts it in a tray keeps falling over so then he puts like a like a restaurant ticket holder in yep. the bottom. Like, it's so good. It oh. really is. And, and how, after the head's off, the body shakes. Like, it, yes. it reacts to the shock, you know. It, it twitches, yes. twitches, twitches, and stops. I'm like, great. Right. I love that effect. I love that scene. Yes. And, like, and then it got funny where he you know, brought the head, put it on the, yes. in the tray. 
kept flopping forward because the way he cut it. He's like, okay, I'm just going to jab this in there. Yeah. And, ah, done. Yeah. And then stands up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a good death. It was, it was very graphic. Like, even, this is the thing is like, even for 1985, very well done. Very graphic. Very well well done. done. You got the blood sprays. He's kind of, you know, trying to jab that shovel more into the neck and deeper in how yes. he was gurgling the, the the sound effects of being decapitated it's great yes. it's a great death it's a great horror scene and that's what gives us that's what makes it such a good movie i agree yeah totally yeah just kind of cuts in and out of like cheesy not cheesy and yeah yeah just enough to not like i don't know Make it too, too scary. Like, I think anybody could watch this. My mom would probably struggle with it a little bit, but... <laughs> yeah. As you do. She, she'd love the sex scene. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mom. Which is, a, which is a, again, it's a great little um, <laughs> cut from him kind of kissing her on the neck. She going, no, no, to yes, yes, yes. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that was Reanimator. That was Reanimator. Hooray! And next week, we're watching a, a new movie. This is really kind of new. And yes. I've been waiting to see this because it looks great. I'm excited. It's called Freaky. It's got Vince Vaughn's in it. We yes. were talking before. And I forget the other actress. But it's a great horror take on Freaky Friday. Yes. It looks funny. It looks great. And I'm excited to watch it. I'm so excited. Yeah. And I heard it was not bad. And, you know, especially, like, with movies coming out right now in the pandemic, you know, I just, like, I need a new movie. Atlers. I want Atlers out now. Um, Is that out yet? No. I feel like I ask you that every week. (laughs) You bring it up and I'm like, is it out yet? No. Damn. Looks so good. But I'm excited for Freaky. It looks good. It looks, it's more of a horror comedy. I was going to say, it's a horror comedy again. Yeah. But it's, it's, uh, I think it's going to. Do good. Yeah. It looks good. Yeah. I like those. That's that's fine, you know. Yeah. We need we need to laugh a bit. Yeah. You know, with everything that's going on in the world. It's good to laugh, I think. Yep, I agree. Hundred <laughs> percent. And with that, thank you so much for joining us. This episode was brought to you by our snoring executive producer Ichabod. We hope you enjoyed your orgasm as much as we did. Please don't forget to rate, download, and subscribe. Also, like and follow us on Facebook at Horgasm Podcast, Instagram at Horgasm, Twitter at Gasm Horror, and YouTube at the Horgasm Podcast. If you have a movie you'd like us to review, this is the best way to let us know. We hope to see you again next week because we have such sights to show you. Plenty of orgasms for you to experience. Bye! Later!